Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers. Real what? Real Spoilers. <laughs> it's been a long... Drove a lot over the weekend. Real Spoils. Real Spoil, yes. Uh, episode 530. I mean, I feel like at 530, you're allowed to make a mistake. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's been flawless up till I'm now. I'm telling you. So, <laughs> like, so there. Uh, the box office, uh, the, sorry, the not necessarily the box office report for the week ending December 1st. Ta-da. 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 How was, uh, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? Yep. Great. Fine. So, uh... <laughs> Nobody cares. Nope. We don't nope. even care about each other's Thanksgiving. <laughs> nope. Unless something crazy happened, unless a family got in a knife fight or yeah. something. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be far from what could have happened to my yeah, family. Totally. Yeah. So you eat food, yay! It was probably a big, uh, a, a a big event though at your household since the Irishman came out. <laughs> yeah, huge Netflix. event. Actually, we just watched The Godfather. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. That's what my family does. Is we watch The Godfather on Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving, okay. Even though The Irishman came out, though, you still yeah. Watch but I mean, like with The Irishman, that's new. Yeah, you know, you, you need to pay. Like with The Godfather, you'd be like, oh, all right. Oh, His family is like, like in and out. If you want us to watch it, maybe you should have called it The Italian Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, watch it. Otherwise, otherwise, no. Yeah. <laughs> Go f yourself. Yeah. Right. Right. Not doing that. <laughs> I did I, like the uh, the guide that somebody came up with to like if you can't make it through. Like when yeah. to stop? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's a good guide. It's like basically it breaks into three parts, like a mini series. Right. I mean, and you know, film Twitter is all like, it's not intended to be watched that way. You can't watch it, but it's like, come on, dude. Just film yeah. Twitter's the worst. <laughs> it is the worst. Well, yes, no one's ever paused a movie right. until exactly. this very exactly. moment. Right. Right. That's, I My mean, DVD <laughs> player doesn't even have a pause <laughs> because that's how much I love movies. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah. So everyone that's you know snobby about movies is like you've got to see it in the theater. Blah, blah, blah. That's fine, but it's like when people watch movies at home, like you said, oh, you have to go to the bathroom. You want to get something to eat? You pause the movie. You're you know, a crying child. I, you know, I saw it in a theater. Did you? And uh, I don't think it makes a difference. No, of course it doesn't. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there are some movies I think make a difference. Yeah, you yeah. know, and and I really like. I don't feel like I would have lost anything by watching it at home on my television. And not having to wiggle for the last thirty minutes. <laughs> That's exactly what Scorsese doesn't want you to say. Yeah, yeah oh, I, don't I don't care. Yeah, yeah I, I don't it, care. I love him yeah. as a filmmaker, but the more he talks, the less I like him as a human being. Yeah, I, know. I just like, I, you know, I'm, I'm just like, I, I don't care. And you're the one that made a deal with Netflix, dude. Yeah, right. right. Like, it's not, it's not 
the theater's fault that you couldn't get this made. Yeah. That's why it's it's like I just can't, can't give much credence to the stuff these people say, especially when it's like, you know, you signed up with Netflix. Right. You know, that's a TV streaming If, if it's service. that important, then it should be in theaters for longer than a week. Yep. I, if it's that important that I see it in a theater, yeah. don't give me seven days to see it. And it should be available in every market. Leading into like one of the biggest holidays of the year. Right. I'm where sure, you have less time than ever. And I'm sure. Squish, and it's three and a half hours. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I'm just sure that he has lawyers and stuff like. If it was that important, it'd be part of the contract. Even if it's Netflix, Scorsese could be like, oh, well, I will only direct the movie if. Right, because I know. get that, like, like maybe Alfonso Caron didn't didn't think that. Yeah, sure yeah. I said sure. that right, but because it was it, it was a new right. thing, and he, I could see him being like, well, I just assumed it was going to be. Fool me theaters. once. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> now it's been, people know that that's the right. business model. Right. If it was that urgent to him, then he should have cut a different yeah. deal, and he, and he didn't, so. And it was weird, so I was watching This Is Us, and their Thanksgiving episode, one of the plot points revolved around the mom like going out by herself to see this movie in a theater. Oh, that's weird. And I'm like, but it's on Netflix, because <laughs> yeah. it takes place on Thanksgiving Day, and I'm like, you can watch it at, at, home. at your home, because there's, there's no way that Randall doesn't have Netflix. Like, the dude is made of money oh okay and so like there's no way that they don't have netflix in that house <laughs> you know no, i'm not paying for that right yeah. so and even if they didn't then you just sign up for the free trial so your mom can watch the irish and then like you, quit and you but, cancel ah so uh we should probably all go around the tables and table and introduce ourselves this is joe this is kevin and this is tom uh quick shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple Podcasts, where you can go uh rate review subscribe uh it helps us tremendously when you subscribe you'll never miss an episode that way and uh why would you want to why with this riveting thanksgiving yeah, talk so good uh and uh also you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there like the page and uh, join our group, the League of Show Shares. You can also become an actual League of Show Share with a membership card that you can make yourself. Uh, <laughs> it's always a good option. To yes, have. yeah, yeah. It's totally out there. It's just you got to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can do that by sharing an, by actually sharing an episode on Facebook. Uh, There's a merch idea. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, people who were kind enough to share the show this week: Lane Levanway, Laura Connolly, Quiddick, Librarian Cynthia, Ron John. Aaron Marlowe, Griffin Foxsmith, Susan Carlson, Chris Sanders, Travis T. Witt, Dylan A. Lang, Chris Williams, Gabriel Lugo, Tom Comiskey, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris Magic Man, Ralph Tribble, Brent Smith, Zara Vandercreek, and Carl Clarkson. So thank you very much. For, Sounds like a new one, Carl Clarkson. Uh, we actually he was new last week. Oh, when I okay. so he's new to you. Gotcha, <laughs> but uh, not, not to us. us. Not to old timers like Joe and That's I. That's right. Oh, yeah. But uh, but uh, he but he is okay. new ish. Well, welcome. I would like yeah. to personally say welcome, but I will not sing. <laughs> so there. And I also noticed. I think it was Gabriel Lugo uh, when he shared it. Yeah, like someone commented, like oh. one of his friends commented. Uh, these people suck. No, oh, they oh, were, they, oh man, no, they were <laughs> like, like, you're surprised. Yeah, <laughs> they, but they were like, I forget exactly what they said, but like they had clearly like went and listened because he shared it, sure, and had never listened before, and they were like, that was really good. All right, so the so, first, so the first people that have actually listened to it. I think this, is yeah. So, so congratulations, Gabriel. As, after wow. three years of doing this, <laughs> you finally. Are the we one got that, one, yeah. <laughs> wow. So also don't forget we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month you get all sorts of bonus content and the joy of uh, of knowing that you helped out. I've got a special interview lined up. 
for next week. You do with him? I can't tell. I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure it happens first, and then I'll tell you who I did it with. Uh oh. Huh. Yeah. Wow. You are a like little prom all over. machine. It's like uh-huh. prom all over. It again. really is. Yeah. Joe's like, if I just ask people to do interviews, sometimes th- they'll say yes, and every time they've said yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm three for three. Wow. wow. Yeah. You doing better? You have to let me know how we've tried that for real spoilers or for the clip out, and uh, everybody says no. Well, I mean, we get like trying to get like bigger names oh, that have sure, pelotons. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Where we're like, hey, why don't you? You know. So if you got any inroads to like. Diablo Cody. We I just found out that, that you know. she has a Peloton. So <laughs> nice. Well, let us know how Scorsese's doing. I will uh, let you know. So, uh, do we have news stories, or are we just doing box office? I, don't know, I feel like the I feel like the Variety article on Superman is kind of was a hot button that we actually somebody asked us on. Oh, the Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, it sounds like they were. T- it sounds like they're in a mode right now where they're just taking lots of meetings about what the future. Of that character. Well, the, the article said that they they struggle to make him relatable, and it's like, huh? It's the, the the Variety article that said said that Warner Brothers is having a hard time figuring out how to make Superman oh. relatable. Yeah, and it's like, the, you, you know, it's not hard. No, I disagree. The comics have struggled with this too. He's so powerful. He's so perfect that it's he can be a boring character to but read. You, but the the thing you he doesn't have to be that powerful. You can, I mean, he doesn't you have can, to be. You can but, bring it like I mean, even the, the the animated series cartoon. Right, he is the most powerful thing in that universe. But if they're not going to try and go for if if they're if they've kind of given up on a shared universe and yeah. they're just going to have all these different fragments out there, which I'm totally down with, is if the quality oh, so like is better n- normal movies, right? How movies used to be. <laughs> right. Right. What then, what a novel concept. I just think give us a Superman set in the 40s. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the way to go. And, yeah, because that character belongs there, right? You know, like I mean that he just doesn't fit in modern times because people I, aren't. See, I, I disagree that he doesn't fit. Well, but he is an easier th- fit. He's an easier in fit the 40s. there. And I hope that. And I like Michael B. Jordan. I do too. I like. I, I fantastic loved actor. him on Friday Night Lights and the Wyatt. Like I mean, I like. He, it's been a like who's that guy? Right. Since he was like thirteen, and now he's that guy. Right. So yeah. it's been fun watching him. You know, grow like that. Sure, like I, sure. I remembered the same thing. Like for me with Tom Hanks. Like I watched Bosom Buddies and was like, "This guy's great." And then as he started to to spin out into movies, I was like, "I'm there." Right. right. And um, and I hope that if they make him Superman, let me finish my thought before no, people no, I agree. tweet at me that I'm a racist. <laughs> I hope they don't give us a quote unquote black Superman. And what what I mean is, I hope they don't go some weird route where it's like he's born in the ghetto and like oh. you know what I mean. Like like don't feel like don't don't so, don't black it up for let like like let it be a thing that's real and organic like i i think it could be really interesting i just hope they don't bend over backwards to where it almost becomes a parody of itself and becomes offensive because of that i don't think they should make him clark kent and I, I think they should. No, they, I, they, I, they have to. No, I they, think. I think it's insulting they, if yep. they don't. If, if they have to, it won't be real Superman. If you're, yep. you're Superman, but not the real Superman. Mm-hmm. And I think. So you can't say that he's another Kryptonian. I no, that would be the so biggest f you ever. I oh, they made a think, black Superman, but he's not right. Superman. But if they're yeah. but here's the thing: <laughs> if they're saying that I, I, to me, I feel like when you take a character that size and you change physically or in uh, the culture, in the culture, okay. And you change their race to just to change their race, but it's not just to change the race. If he's if they think he's the best actor, I mean, you but, know? but that's fine. Yeah. But if like I can see where some people would say exactly what you're saying, but I feel like you're doing Michael B. Jordan a disservice where he has to f- 
go into this role and he's not he it's a it's a lose lose situation for him. It, it doesn't matter how good he's going to be. It's I I mean yes and no. It would it would be a very difficult needle for him to thread. So okay. but people said the same thing about someone playing the Joker following Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And then they said the same thing about someone following the Joker playing after, after Heath but Ledger. It, but, then nobody said it after yeah. Jared Leto. But <laughs> we all said there could be somebody better. Yeah. But but the but the fact remains that like I think if 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 you make him Superman but not Clark Kent, you put a giant asterisk by yep. it and well, then what's and, the difference between making Miles Morales Spider Man? I th- I think the difference there is one, I, I, you, you already have a Peter Parker in play and a Peter Parker in play that people love. Okay, and so you're, and it's animated, so it's kind of for now, for now. Yeah, but but it's two different things, and I think it's also a way to warm the general public, the non nerds, up to the idea of Miles Morales. Right, like the average, if you stop a hundred people on the streets and say who's Spider Man, they're gonna say Peter Parker. Sure, and 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 you'll get the one nerd who's well, actually, while he pushes <laughs> up his glasses, but and so the average film goer had probably never heard of Miles Morales yeah. until into the Spider-Verse. Sure. So if you just all of a sudden flip that, but the other thing too is like there's there's at least history in the comics now of Miles Morales sure, where sure. if you just all of a sudden like, "Oh no, he's you know, right. He's this new guy." Miles right. existed. So right. they like, made a movie based on a character that existed. Right. And so I I just I think that I think that if they're gonna if if they're gonna go down that road, which I honestly would like to see, sure, they need to they need to double down and make the dude Clark Kent. Yeah, okay. Michael B. Jordan's great. I mean, uh, it's I would not love, about it's not about the yeah. acting ability, and we've I, already seen him play a character in a small town, right? And <laughs> interact and, and oh, I mean, Friday Night Lights. I mean, yeah. they're you know, it's Dylan, Texas, and it's this small town in the middle of Texas, and. You know, so it's like we've you know, so we've already seen like when you're like, well, I don't know if like we could even buy that in a small uh, somebody in a small town. Like we we've already he's already he's, he's already, already done, done it. it. Oh yeah, well yeah. he's a great actor. There's yeah. no doubt he can't. But but here's the other thing though. I think Clark Kent has the easiest excuse for changing his color. He's an alien. He don't have to say, oh, well, if you make him black, then Clark, then his parents have to be a different race, and then you have to change their backstory, because in this time of the, it's like, but he's just an alien. He, if he comes from Krypton being black, what's the difference? I, that, that's you know what fair. I, mean? yeah, like, I do, I do. I just, I guess I feel like the the weight of that, which, I mean, Michael B. Jordan could carry that weight, no problem. Yeah. But I just, I, I don't know, I guess I feel like when you're changing... If he if if you're changing it to change it, that's where the issue falls. I don't. If you're changing it because he's the best option, then that's a different story altogether. Yeah, and and I think Michael B. Jordan hasn't has enough of a name at this point. Oh, for sure. To where you know they didn't say we're going to make a black Superman now. Let's go cast it. Yeah. Right. They were like, we want to be in the Michael B. Jordan business. Our marquee character is, is Superman. How do we make that work? What do we, how do we how do, do we marry these two concepts? Yeah. And that that's a. That's a different thing entirely. I agree. You I know? agree. I just feel like there's a there's a character out there. Uh, I won't get into it. He's from an alternate Earth. He was um, he was uh, I think he was like he was friends with Power Girl. Like he's a Kryptonian. He comes in. He's got he takes over the role when the real Superman is killed, and he becomes like this Earth's Superman. So I feel like there's a character out there that exists. But if they're gonna make him Clark, and he's the best option. Like and he comes in, he kills the he kills everything. If they, what ha- I mean by kills, I'm not like in the Zack Snyder crap, right. but like if they hadn't 
already crapped the bed with these all these DC movies, yeah. and they were telling that Reign of Superman story, and oh, they, for sure. and they were telling it effectively, and they were like, we're at this point in the story, who makes sense, and they want to cast Michael B. Jordan. I'm all about that, right? But that, but but that's not what they're doing. And if they're gonna, if they're like, we just got to start this whole thing over from scratch. I, you know, some of the best, some of my favorite comic book stories are the ones where they're like, what if we came at it sideways? What if, you know, what if Superman had landed in Russia, right? Or Gotham by Gaslight, or what? You know, and so but it's like we talked about that, and they haven't earned that yet. But I, but I guess that's their only option. They have not earned it, but <laughs> I think they don't have another choice. They, uh, and I probably. think the Joker kind of showed them that of like, what if we did it? What if we told these stories in radically different ways? And hopefully the lesson they learned isn't to jokerize oh, all their God. characters, no. but to, you know, what what's a different way to tell to tell this story? And if that means Michael B. Jordan, I, I'd love to just see Michael B. Jordan and Superman. And they don't even address it. Yeah, that'd be I mean, you know, yeah, what I mean, why they, not? Don't, they don't even address it. And yeah. it's just this is the story we're telling. And it does. It, and it doesn't even matter. I and, think that's how it should be. And, I think he should be Clark Kent. I think Ma and Pa Kent should find him on the farm in Kansas. Yeah. Just don't even we're at this time where they're doing colorblind casting and it shouldn't matter what I mean, unless right, it's some uh, kind of plot like, point. If there if if this story is set in the present day, yeah, then that means that he would have landed in what? Ninety five. Yeah. I mean, if you're saying that he's. Twenty five ish. Well, no, you, you see, he shows up in Metropolis when he's thirty. Okay, so, so he would have landed in seven. So he would have landed in ninety. Ninety, it's basically yeah. twenty twenty. Yeah. So he would have landed ninety. Like that's like, I don't think you got to come up with a bunch of reasons for. I think even if you wanted to keep Mom, Pa, Kent White, yeah, like, that they, could be they, an interesting. And, and they, I'm adopt, not, they adopted a kid. I'm not lobbying like every everybody else needs to be. That's but I'm saying that could be an interesting story. Yeah, storyline too of them. and what you know about Mom, Mom, Pa, Kent. I mean, throughout everything, is that, that would never matter. Yeah, yeah. like that, they shouldn't have to change their race. Like, yeah, they should keep it the same. I because... mean, if they if they do, like that's great too. Right. But I'm just saying, like that could be an interesting story of of like. Do you think him you do you think you run into though? a problem if you keep them white? No, I don't know. I, guess if, you know I don't I mean? know. Like as I'm saying it out loud, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like because it's like I think it could be an interesting story in terms of like this older white couple. Raising a black child in rural Kansas is probably <laughs> going to be pretty white. Well, I was all of a sudden that you know, all of a sudden that the the one black child starts exhibiting superpowers, yeah. and there's a black. But superman. I also, it, you know, a lot of it would come down to who's writing it, and that's and, true because it's like I also don't know if if you if you need if that's what you want your Superman story to be. What that, do you mean, like? Uh, kid from Kansas grows up and no, like if 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 all of a sudden you wanted to be this. You, you know, it's racial morality tell like like now you're telling a very different story than Superman. That's true. And so it's like to to address that in some ways you almost have to. But like to make it the focal point of your story might fe- it, that's going to be hard not to feel heavy handed. Yeah. Within the context of a Superman story. That's true. You're that's not true. just doing it anymore. You're not just making right. it black and not addressing it. Now your story surrounded. Right. And and now yeah. you're kind of defeating the purpose of like, why can't a black guy be Superman? Right. If all of a sudden now the story has to be yeah. black. Right. You know what I mean? No, and, totally, that goes back, totally. and that's what I was trying. The point I was trying to make at the beginning is like, just let them be. Superman. I think it'd be great if they just make it and don't yeah. address it. And then it's like, wow, they didn't. They didn't have to right. have an explanation. I mean, it's just as an actor. And I, mean, I think you're only going to see more of this uh, of colorblind casting. Like you're, and I think you're going to see more of it to the point where, to where it's going to be like 
were kind normal. of normal. Like they're just not addressing. Eventually, it. Like, people aren't going to talk. They don't about need it, to yeah. acknowledge it, you know. Yeah. And I and I think, especially the younger kids are uh, like the the millennials are are going to be like, why would you address it? Because I think you're seeing it more and more in high school in high school theatrical productions, right? Oh, like, really? Yeah. Like if you're going to do the Five. Crucible, okay, right? Like. That's all white people. Oh, sure. Okay. Sure. So like and and so many of these plays are like that. They're all white people. Right. And because and so like what are you gonna you, but your high school's not all white. So you can't say theater's only for white people. And, and No, that's a good point. And so a lot of these schools are just being like, Look, we're we're casting all races and unless the play is specifically about race. Sure. Right, then sure. then you have to honor that, right? Or it will it will be nonsensical. Right, right, right. But but uh, but if the you know, but if the play is not specifically about race, then they just basically say we're casting colorblind and just it, it it's not a it's not a plot point. So just deal deal with it. I, and, you know, someone has to be the first one to do it. And I'm not saying that this Scarlett is the very Johansson. first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not that this is the very first example, but I mean, this is a step in the right direction. Like, if people want to you know make it so that race isn't an issue when casting whether it's a movie or a play well i feel like the batman's doing that i mean when you cast jeffrey wright as just jim gordon who's a character who's always been yeah. white well that's another example yeah. sure yeah but i but i mean like um you know hamilton for theater i think right was like, he paved the way that was a huge mm-hmm. one again not that it's never been done but since it was such a mega hit right and you see that race didn't matter there people are becoming accustomed to it and more and more people are going to have to be the supermans of the world and and do it and then eventually it will be normal and i would say that i i don't even know if i would say race didn't matter there i would think that oh yeah that propelled it sure to greater heights because it brought in a whole new audience oh sure, sure that sure. otherwise would have looked at this thing and been like a musical about hamilton yeah oh but it's yeah. But it's hip hop and it's it's cast colorblind and they're just yeah. like now they're just like what is happening here yeah. and then and and then it brought like I said it brought in I mean yeah. it brought in kids to the theater like, it made like, it mainstream you don't see teenagers typically except for like your theater nerds embracing Broadway right no but I mean talk about I mean a couple of years ago now but I guess my son would have been eight and my eight year old is memorizing the entire original cast recording of Hamilton a play about alexander hamilton right. like, on paper that makes no sense None. but yeah. an eight-year-old that isn't you know live in new york and isn't necessarily a broadway you know we, right um i love musicals but it's like he just instantly loved it and so it's amazing to see what something like that can do but uh think about how amazing it will be i mean we've talked about this in other movies in the past but when your superman is black think about how many people that's going to touch oh in a way I, that, I think i i think that the representation in the DC universe is sorely missing, yeah. like big time. Well, and it's because all their characters were created in the forties. Well, I, and nobody thought about that. You know what I mean? Like that. I disagree because there's a whole generation of kids, not even kids anymore, of adults who don't know who the f Hal Jordan is. Yeah, Hal Jordan was not on that show. Right. It was John Stewart, and I. What he, show? Justice League. The cartoon people yeah. people when and Hal Jordan oh, was right. not but that's a newer but, that, but that's what he said it was well, not that new it's anymore not that new. and that's it's from the like the late nineties is the kids that grew up yeah. watching that their Green Lantern oh, was a black guy oh, was true. a black guy but not that was in the forties though I mean when right. they were created no, but no, sure, I'm saying there's like there's a there's a whole generation of yeah. of adults now who watch that show mm-hmm. who didn't know who Hal Jordan was yeah Phil Lamar was their was their Green Lantern so the fact that they I mean I get I get that and when that movie came out. Ryan Reynolds was and probably st- eh, probably still is 
like the hot name and they wanted to get that out, but they missed the boat. Like if, if they could have gotten in front of that and gotten somebody to be John Stewart instead yeah. of Hal Jordan, they should have. When you look back, I mean, you're a hundred percent right. They should have done a John Stewart Green Lantern. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I think we'll probably get with whatever's down the pipeline. Yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, I, they won't make that mistake again. No. I think. I think. I think you'll get a buddy cop movie. With the, <laughs> that's what I think. I think you'll get them both. Yeah, and it'll be Hal and John. That's what I think. But yeah, I I I think I would. I just want a good Superman movie at this yeah. point. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know, like that's, yeah. that's, that's would the, you, but would you care being the biggest Superman fan here? If it's, if it's Michael B. Jordan and it's a good movie, would you care that he's, uh, I think it would, if he's Clark Kent to me, it's going to be jarring for me. Okay. Like only because uh, I've grown up sure. with that character a certain way. It's what you don't, you don't know, but you're I not going to boycott. I'm, I would it, absolutely, I, mean, I would never boycott yeah. a Superman movie because Michael B. Jordan's in it. Yeah. That would never happen. If and if he kills the and again, I should. What if Superman word. was played by Roseanne Barr? Ooh. Ooh, I mean, I feel like I want to go see it just to see it, <laughs> just for the train wreck <laughs> yeah, right. aspect. I okay. mean, I was I was down for Nicolas Cage. Like I would have seen a Nicolas Cage Superman movie, but that made sense in the moment. Did it? Ish. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not so sure it did. What <laughs> if, a big name. Yeah, you know, Superman in '97. Yeah. Yeah. What if Superman's played by Attorney General Barr? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that takes a whole other level of that. I just can't <laughs> even imagine the suit. I just think, yeah, <laughs> right. I just, uh, the, the idea that Warner Brothers is like, we can't make him relatable. And Marvel's like, yeah. did it. Yeah. And, you know, the character that was completely unrelatable, you know, same deal, World War II. Yeah. And we made him completely relatable. They're just like, oh, yeah. And they made him relatable internationally. Oh, yeah. Audiences is- that aren't going to embrace, <laughs> I mean, Captain Cap- America. America. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that S symbol is more. You show that symbol to anybody in the world. Yeah. They know what that oh, symbol yeah. is. Oh, absolutely. It's one of the most recognizable. I think it's Mickey, Coke, Superman. Yeah. I mean, it's, those are Real all spoilers. I, Real yeah. spoilers. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if he gets, if 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 it, if it goes that way, I hope it goes smoothly. It's not going to. But I hope, you know. Well, you know, someone made an interesting comment. I I. I, this was I saw this online, but I think they saw another maybe a comedian tweeted or something, and so I haven't fact checked this, but it's something that I've always thought. I mean, I've said this for a long time. You know, we talk about the the it's the vocal minority that right. have all sure, these issues with sure. outrage, and you never realize how many people. But they took this comedian, I can't remember who it was again, but she took the percent of Americans that are actually on Twitter, and then the amount of people on Twitter who actually tweet as opposed to just scroll through and everything, right, right. and it narrowed it down to something like. Two percent. Surprises that high of, of the U.S. Yeah. population. So when you see that film Twitter, you know that we talk about because that's you know the community we're in. But when you talk about the outrage and the people on Twitter and social media and all this stuff, you have to remember that this is the very most vocal minority. And so if it even se- if it seems like everybody's upset, remember again that this is a very small percentage. Right. And so. If you're really making decisions based on that, you have to be careful because you're only making decisions based on a very small segment of the population. Right. Yeah. Everybody's saying the end of Star Wars is a mess. It's like, all right. No. Don't shut up. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess we should uh, probably turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready, Kevin. I do, Tom, and I think it's no surprise that even in week two, Frozen 2, one of the movies from last week, is number one, 85 million, a 35% drop, <laughs> putting it at 287 million domestic, 
overseas another 230 plus so we're approaching 500 million worldwide in two weeks that's i mean of course i mean it's frozen we all knew this was coming i I didn't think that was not going to happen yeah i just wish it had been better i do yeah yeah i yeah i didn't get a chance to talk about it but i saw it after i got back from vacation and i was you were at disney well, yeah, but I don't pay all that money to go to the <laughs> movie theater. Do I you just, know? Thought I thought they just, were showing it on the bus. I just, yeah, I just figured it would be like on when you're looking, yeah. waiting for the rides. You know how much on. money Disney costs? Yeah, I'm not like, oh, let's head to the AMC and spend the day there. <laughs> Let Do our they hun- have their own theater in the park? No. Okay. They have an AMC have at Disney AM- Springs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is their okay. downtown. What used to be downtown area. Disney. Yeah. Got it. So, uh, but yeah, I w- it was it was so mediocre. I was really surprised by yeah. like the songs weren't that good. I thought the story was kind of lazy. I just I, Somebody, I was not a some, fan. I saw a tweet that said, "In my day, we would have gotten Frozen two on VHS, and Olaf would have had a weird voice." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Olaf <laughs> would have been Dan Castellaneta. Yeah, right. yeah, that's right. I I was surprised it was not up to quality of the Disney. <laughs> but you would have gotten the same screenplay. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's what he's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. Up, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it, it was not up to the quality. I'm surprised, but anyway. It is frozen, so it made money. Surprise. Uh, but coming in at number two is the movie of the week, Knives Out, making $27 million. Oh, man. Um, it, of course, it opened like during the middle of the week, so there's some weird... Wednesday, I think. Yeah, weird stuff. So it's at $41 million for, I guess, with the five-day holiday weekend or whatever you want to put it at. So um, They got to love that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it's a great... I mean, that's... It's got I, a f- the budget's 40 Right. So it covered the budget in its you know, first yeah. week. And people are going to be talking about buzz. this. And big time buzz. Yeah, and it's our, we won't get into it too much because it's our movie of the week. Yeah. But uh, but I, I definitely think that two things are going to help this movie a lot. One, word of mouth. Yep. Because it's really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And, and two, I think it targets, uh, it also targets an older demo that it's always a little bit late to go to the box office. That's true. And so I think that... I think it's twofold, because yeah. I think when you bring in Captain America, people are just like, oh, yeah, the new Captain America movie. Not I Captain- don't know. Do people really follow Chris? I mean, I feel like they follow Chris Evans as an actor I at this point. Yeah. I don't know that I agree. Or Bond. I don't know that they follow Bond as an actor either. Yeah, um, no. I think they follow Bond. He but, fits, into, uh, Bond. He fits into dad movie category, just like this movie already is. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. He does. You follow Bond. You yeah, if you follow him. Bond, then right? Well, oh, I mean, Bond. like, yeah, you're following the yeah. Bond movies. But I don't think I don't feel like Daniel Craig opens a movie. I don't think anybody's ever said, "Let's go see the new Daniel Craig movie." That's true. That's true. And I guess you don't see the new Chris Evans movie. You want to right. see the new Captain America. But you have movie. a hell of right. a cast either way. I mean, there's a oh, huge yeah. cast involved in totally. This, so yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah. But like, even going down, like coming up, but like the Mister Rogers movie. You know, people were referring to it as a Mr. Rogers movie, but people also refer to it as the new Tom Hanks movie. Right, right, yeah. right. That makes sense. Like you, you don't hear anybody refer to Knives Out as the new Daniel Craig. Movie. That's true. Oh, That's definitely true. not. No. The new Ryan Johnson movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a thing. No. <laughs> Especially not on film Twitter. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What a bunch of jerk yeah, offs. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the, the they got to be so mad that this movie's good. Oh. Yeah. It's That's a thing. Just, what do you he do? He hasn't made a bad movie. Yeah. He hasn't. No. no. I mean, if you look back at his history, and, and, and there's a lot of great people that we interact with on film Twitter. I mean, I've got a lot of friends in there, and these are not the ones I'm talking about. No, I'm talking sure, about sure, the sure. toxic, crazy right, film right, Twitter. Right, right, right. People that are actually sane-minded, you know, they're talking about how good Ryan Johnson is, and they and most of them like Star Wars, and so that's not an issue. But, um, but yeah, it's like if you look back and you look at Brick, which was amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brick was great. So it was good. so good. And Looper, that's what, yeah. Looper, and then you get yeah. Looper. Did he do the Brothers Bloom? He did. I I, so, I did not care for the bloom. Yeah, yeah, but that opening sequence. Is but really that good. opening sequence, like for real, yeah. go and it, I think it's that opening sequence is on YouTube still because they yeah, released it yeah. as a promotional thing at the time and it still lives there. And the movie isn't bad though. The movie's not bad, so, but it's like that opening sequence is positively 
magical. Yeah. And that should have been the whole movie. And and they shouldn't have done the rest of it. <laughs> but um, uh, but that opening sequence, and you can watch an opening sequence, and you it and it is a self contained. It's a short film, and oh my god, go watch it. Huh. Yeah. But but go. still, it, it, like we said, it's not a bad movie necessarily. Just it it's not to the level of those other ones, right? Um, so yeah, uh, we'll get into that one next episode. But yes, I think they're very happy with that, and everyone I've heard talking about it is said, oh, it's the perfect Thanksgiving movie. And I mean, no one that I've talked to that's seen it has been like meh that knives out thing it's right it's everyone's loving it so we'll talk about that one soon number three ford v ferrari 13 million dollars a 14 percent drop that's up to 81 million dollars domestic so that is what it's it pretty is good i mean yeah. hanging around there yeah uh number four beautiful day in the neighborhood that's the uh the newest mr rogers movie uh you know last <laughs> year we had that documentary so i know a lot of people have been confusing that title yeah. because they're like is this uh, won't you be my neighbor? Beautiful day in the neighborhood. You know, um, so that one made twelve point nine million, a three percent drop from last week. So that's up to thirty five million dollars. I, I I can't imagine that movie had that huge of a budget. So no, like you're paying for him. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, maybe there, Mr. Rogers. You there were no his... exterior shots. No, there were not. It was all, <laughs> it was all <laughs> miniatures. Yeah, there, was that, there was that one yeah. in the. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> not a lot of uh, CG right. action to no. <laughs> to create or anything. So, uh, you know, I, that's probably what I would expect. I think having Hanks in it elevates it to like a bigger movie. Right. But really, it's not like a Mr. Rogers movie is supposed to be a blockbuster or anything. Right. So, um, that one's doing pretty well. Number five, Queen and Slim. That one opened this week. Uh, there's a review on Review STL. Did you end up seeing that? I one, did Tom? not. Okay. Uh, Brad Hyen reviewed that, so you can go read his review. Uh, but that opened to $11 million, uh, and it's at $15 million for the five-day weekend deal. Uh, number six, 21 Bridges, which Ooh, oof, yeah. this one's been uh, – this one opened last week, but uh, I've heard – not too good so that's you know i saw it <laughs> oh you did okay I, it the the problem is the screenplay like okay. it's just kind of a run-of-the-mill yeah it feels like an airport novel yeah cop movie it's kind got of some a good thing. actor so but i was like, excited it's for well it. it's well made it's well acted yeah. i just wish they had a better story to tell mm-hmm. okay but um but it's really well done i think i heard there were only 20 bridges which yes <laughs> well <laughs> you know budget cuts yeah. yeah um but i think it's one of those things where like if you stumble across this on tnt in two years you're like oh all right. and you'll be like oh that was that was pretty solid yeah you know like the new one of the- thanksgiving movie that's yeah. right no it'll always be the godfather <laughs> And part two, so well it uh, it made five point eight million, a thirty seven percent drop. So it's up to a little bit over nineteen million dollars in two weeks. So I mean, for for what kind of movie it is, it, it seems okay of a budget, but but it sounds like it definitely could have been better. So I mean, I'll I'll see it eventually too. But just the reviews have not been too kind on it that yeah. I've seen. Number seven, Playing With Fire, starring everyone's favorite fireman, oh, God. John Cena. <laughs> uh, four weeks in, uh, it's made another $4.1 million, a 12% drop. I mean, before Frozen, that was the kids' movie. <laughs> no, that's yeah. true. So, yeah. I mean, that's what you were going to bring your kids to if they were yeah. off school uh, and, and you're a bad parent. So, no, 4.1. We like, you know what? Just stay inside and watch Disney+. Yeah, Plus. yeah right. $4.1 million, uh, it brings that one up to, or sorry, $4.3 million, brings it up to $39.3 million. Uh, before it leaves the top ten here, so the highest I, grossing John Cena movie. Of yeah, time. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's been in in some big movies, hasn't he? Even like small oh, I guess parts. That's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. He was in Bumblebee, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's the only that was, thing. Oof. So th- definitely another little asterisk there. Uh, but number eight, Midway, still sticking around. So that is the kind of the slow rollout uh, type movie. Yeah. Uh, for, well, that's in trouble because it's going to get hit with nineteen seventeen. What? Two but, weeks? You know, it's, but it's had its time is the it's thing. It's been in the it's, theaters now for Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, and it does in 1970. I don't think rolls out January nationwide, nationwide until January. Oh, really? They it's really, only Christmas New yeah. York, LA. So Just, that still has oh, another month till New York. So, right, man. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, St. Louis is not in the prime well, market. Well, somebody I just the, saw just saw it. Did well, they're screening it. Yeah. Got but, it. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it. Early screenings for it. That's so, early. very early. Well, because they want awards. they want they, awards, yeah. folks. Oh, These are awards screenings. Yeah. Oh, sneaky That's bastards. why it releases December 25th in <laughs> right. New York, L.A. Everyone's <laughs> so can get in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So anyway, but Midway is up to a little over $50 million That's in four not weeks. right. There's no way that number's right. Sorry? Do you think it's more than that? Yeah, this is a typo on their part. Oh, really? There's no way that... That made like... Twenty thirty million dollars in its opening weekend. There's no way it's only at fifty million dollars. Oh, really? Domestically? Oh, huh. uh, let me look at the box office other site. Please hold. Do 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 do. do, do. Uh, domestic forty eight. Oh, international really? forty eight ninety six. Okay, so it's a hundred total. Okay, I yeah. thought it was doing better than that. No, I mean I th- it opened big, but remember, I mean it was kind of during a slow it time was and so sl- it was a soft big yeah, yeah exactly it was I, big for the time but yeah it was, I, yeah boy i really thought it was doing better than that no not unfortunately for them no but uh it's still a, a decent movie so uh, yeah. and, and remember it only had a hundred million dollar budget it's, That's true. it's it's the largest independent budget of all time just yeah. a weird thing to say i know but no, it's I, like I hear with no studio sure, and a hundred sure. million dollar budget uh, but you know the chinese are on the hook for 30 million <laughs> so don't them worry about that don't blow up those japanese Oh boy! Okay. That was the Chinese. No, I'm not saying <laughs> oh, that. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> the views of Joe are not. Yes. See, you have to say it in a, ja- a Chinese voice, oh, a very so that we, Chinese, so that people J- understand Japanese what Chinese you're accent. Saying. Sure, sure, sure. As to not be offensive. Right. Joe. No, okay. totally. Get I it get together. It. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> well, you're supposed to say me so sorry. No, I'm not but, saying. Uh, okay. Nope. Oh, okay. So number nine, last Christmas, two million dollars, thirty-one point six million domestic in four weeks, and rounding out the top I ten. I feel like Paul Feig might need a hit. Right, well, like Ghostbusters yeah. was. I mean, I guess Ghostbusters did all right. Uh, Ghostbusters is well, not considered that way a hit. underperformed. It was yeah, way sure. underperformed, and then after that, he did a sim- uh, the simple favor. Mm. Oh man, that was good. That was yeah. really good. That but was really not good. a huge not, movie. Yeah, that's true. But Last Christmas isn't. Uh, see, the problem is, is the stuff he's known for is the bridesmaids and right. the, the heat and those kind of movies. And right. Last Christmas isn't. And the, neither was a simple favor. No, and so yeah, you're I not. Guess I can appreciate trying to do something different. Yo, good. For I get. Him, I get yeah. that. But yeah, but as far as the hits I don't, go, I don't want like, to get, get put in like movie probation. Yeah. yeah, not jail so much. But but it's you know. like you know, I, eventually I think with these box offices, he's going to have to go back to but, let's get the crew back together and make a big. But Hollywood is greenlighting fewer and fewer comedies. That's true, and so like that's probably also the battle he's fighting. Is they don't want to make those kind of movies. Yeah. yeah, but which again, I mean, I'm with Joe. Though. I'd much rather see Paul Feig go out and make a different movie. Than, oh yeah, totally. I don't need a bridesmaid. I wonder if you, I wonder and, if a studio like Blumhouse could come in. And do what Blumhouse is doing for horror for comedy. I think so. Where you give definitely you, you give you give Paul Feig they call it Blumpkin. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, I I totally agree. Paul like Feig twenty million. Yeah, and you know, I or yeah. I don't even think you need that. Yeah, probably not. Well, yeah, because comedies don't require comedies a budget. don't require a lot. Yeah, you know, just if, like you can make a, if you can make a horror for five, you can make a comedy for five. You need to take the money on the back end. Right, if they get stars in it. Totally, they come in, they do it for five, ten million. That's a good. Point. But you say, but you own five percent of it, and it makes two hundred million or whatever. Yeah. It you know, it's a hit. That's what I wonder. Hmm. More and more people are starting. More think, and more actors think. think. Think yeah. yeah, especially because there's there's so many ancillary revenue streams now sure. between yeah. you know if it if it pops at the box office, but then it's still going to hit streaming mm-hmm. and yeah yeah. So it's a definitely a different uh, ball game out there. Rounding out the top ten, Joker still 
sticking around in theaters. Wow, nine weeks, two million dollars. I mean, that's not yeah. even that is not even a small like number ten. Like two million dollars, twenty seven percent drop. It is up to three hundred and thirty million dollars dom- domestic, but overseas over seven hundred million. So Good we Lord. know it's over Oof. a billion. Yeah, I mean that's making a ton of money, and that's why we're getting all the talk about sequels and yeah. whatever else. Yeah, Todd Phillips is like. Meh. Maybe I'll do one. Yeah, <laughs> I might so, have a couple ideas floating around. But, you know, and then again, you know, we've talked about this with the Star Wars stuff and all these rumors that float around. And it's, so, you know, they came out and they said, oh, there isn't an active sequel. But who knows? I mean, when a movie makes a billion dollars, the studio's going to look into the possibility. Do you think that he had one waiting, though? I don't think. Oh, I no, no. Yeah. I think it was just this is a one. He and said done. from the I, beginning. They I think didn't. he thought if this movie eked out fifty million, eighty million dollars, they'd be everybody'd right. be happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so and now you've got probably somebody an Oscar probably Oscar buzz for best picture probably okay. an Oscar buzz for best actor yeah uh, best score maybe I don't maybe know screenplay I don't S- know cinematography that, I don't know that I've seen a better performance yeah. than Joaquin Phoenix's Joker I mean, I mean I, his, if I'm Brad Pitt I'd be like son of a I, <laughs> but he's gonna be supporting anyway yeah Brad Pitt supporting that's, oh, that's, that's Leo true. is Le- lead I got, and Leo yeah. got his he's yeah. fine yeah let so, walk yeah We'll see what happens, but that is the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. I guess we will go around the table, and uh, everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoyButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash realspoilers. Five bucks a month, all sorts of bonus content, and the pride of helping out. And maybe one day you get selected to be a guest. Maybe. You never know. If Kevin decides to go on a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> one of us will. So uh, <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, coming up next time, we will tackle Knives Out. Until then, you've been warned. This is an open and shut case of suicide. The method... Throat slit, typical for a suicide? I suspect foul play. Everyone in the family has possible motives. You're suggesting one of us killed him. You know something. Spill it. When people get desperate, the knives come out. Knives out. Rated PG-13. In theaters Thanksgiving. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.